anti-fuddy-duddy Bible study. CJ and I welcome you. That's yeah. right. We're going to get down with this scripture smoke. Toke, toke, toke. That's right, man. The holy hookah is loaded. Holy hookah engines revved up to blast <laughs> off in the outer space, baby. That's right. You know Elon Musk is jealous. All right. <laughs> How we get down in the outer space, right? Bezos ain't got nothing on this. That's right, man. We riding in the truck with Jesus, baby. <laughs> That's right. how he does intergalactic. We're going to show him, right? <laughs> and don't yes. get me wrong, y'all, because, you know, I, I, I dig it, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited that, you know, uh, space travel is, is, uh, is taking on, um, you know, the, the advances that it's had, uh, that, that it has. And, you know, this, this kind of stuff I really dig. Yeah. So, uh, you know, more power to him. It's just that, you know, of course, I question the incentives for doing it. You guys, right. you know, we won't get too far off into, in, into that. You know, I've talked about it in other, in other areas, but, uh, you know, it's not to say that, you know, we're not one of those kind of people that says that, you know, these things shouldn't be done. So, yeah, dude, put that, put that intelligence to work. Just, you know, where are you coming from with it? Yeah. It's really what it, what it comes down to. But like I said, we won't get too far off into that. Uh, God speed to these folks. Uh, I wish that, you know, That's God right. was more of the incentive behind it. But, you know, yeah. uh, rather than the personal glories or whatever incentives that they have. Uh, but at the same time, you know, like I said, you know, uh, glory be to the Lord anyway. Amen. For the ingenuity. Right. All right. That being said, let us take a look at uh, Leviticus 15. And uh, man, as always. Let us get the Holy Spirit up in here to counsel us in this study. Uh, Lord, in your name, Yeshua, um, you know, we just want to bless you with this study. Help us to uh, see you for who you are. Help us to report of you correctly. Um, you know, we want to do what's right in your sight, wise in your eyes and, uh, you know, and be a blessing to you, Father. We want to be, um, you know, you know, these emissaries that you have in this time, uh, you know, in this fellowship, you know, we're fellowship of emissaries. We your church. You know, and we want to represent and we want to bless you. And uh, for, for uh, my Zopium denizens, thank you guys so much, you know, yes. uh, that you guys, uh, that we can share in this study is a real blessing to us. And, uh, you know, the Lord's uh, fortification, his shalom, his peace to you. And uh, let's be that effective salt and light and fruitful for his glory. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yeshua's name. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Toast to you, Father. Proper. That's right. Proper. <laughs> and she you get these mugs. Do it right. <laughs> Sip in style. Make the Lord smile. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got rhymes now. That's right. Anointed. <laughs> Anointed rhymes. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's do it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're still talking about like, um, I don't know, I guess we're still talking about VD. Oh, uh, that being said, <laughs> since we are, uh, you know, disclaimer, you know, we go, you know, Uncle Zoe going to keep it, you know, PG-13. And, uh, you know, if you want to, you know, review the, the study before, uh, you know, you know, of course, you know, I know that y'all be raising your children's up in the instruction of the Lord. Hmm, right. <laughs> and if, and if, and if, if I'm blessed to be able to be part of y'all's uh, journey of sharing in the word of God and, you know, and you find these studies worth, uh, you know, sharing with your family and stuff like that, you know, it's a blessing to us. 
and uh, you know, and if you want to review them before, you know, uh, you know, as we talk about topics like this, you know, as we're in Leviticus, right. uh, you want to review them first before you uh, before your youngsters hear them. You know, that's totally understandable. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, like I said, you know, I'm always we always going to try to be, you know, on point and respectful in here. Keep it PG-13. Yes. So, you know, Uncle Zoe won't get too obnoxious. <laughs> um, and uh, so just a, a, a just a heads up there, you know, and, and, uh, we, we'd like for you to feel like you can. We can discuss these things in, Levit <laughs> in Leviticus uh, before we get too uh, before we get too crazy with it, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, Luca covered my kids' ears!" And stuff like right. That, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in Leviticus 15. That's right. right. Okay. Yeah, talking about BD. Yeah. Uh, I think. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's probably BD, something like that. <laughs> something unclean that you don't want to. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna take it from. Uh, let's read. Uh, Leviticus 15, 9 through 11. Right, this is part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, uh, a part. This, thank you for keeping count. I, I lose count. All right. <laughs> Let's see. You lose count after two, Zoe? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're a drummer. Can, that's yeah, not true. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I'm a drummer. I can count. Right? <laughs> four, four, six, eight, seven, eight. Right? Nine, eight. I can do my fractions, baby. Okay, anyway. Uh, let's see. Any saddle, the one who has the discharge rides on will be unclean. Whoever touches anything that was under him will be unclean until the evening. Whoever carries them is to wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, preferably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything else that you might want to be able to do, do it in water. Right. Uh, bathe themselves in water unless you're going to be like, what's that? What, Joselle or something like that? You know, get into a bathtub with a bunch of milk, oh, and, you know, right. milk and fruit loops and stuff. Yeah. like that. See, that's not a good one. You know, don't want to take a <laughs> bath like that. Water. Right. It's water. The Lord has to specify with us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> water. You're like Bill Cosby. Uh oh, Bill Cosby. Use soap. <laughs> so Bill Cosby, people be like Bill Cosby's not a good don't don't refer to Bill no, Cosby please <laughs> the jello pudding you know. all right <laughs> okay don't take a bath the jello pudding either a, a jello pudding bath all right stop it eating the pudding <laughs> eating the pudding okay uh it be unclean until evening uh also anyone the person uh sorry also anyone the person with the discharge touches without rinsing his hands in water, should wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. You know, I was actually tempted to, we have a, a bottle of soap and we get it from this place. I don't remember what the place is called, but the bottle of soup says, maybe you touched your genitals. Yeah. And that's, that's what the soap is called. Maybe you touched your genitals. And, uh, and I thought it'd be like really funny because this, this verse is like, just it's like, you know, make sure if you're touching your stuff, man, make sure you wash your hands or anything yeah. like that. And then, but I didn't want to invite the question of, Zoe, why do you have that soap? Because your wife bought it as a joke. Why does your wife have it as a joke? <laughs> it's great to have in your bathroom that people have the public restroom in your home. Exactly. It's a great conversation piece. <laughs> Except for when a pastor comes over and you're unsure about it. No, no, that's even better. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> it's like, hey, pastor, if you're shaking him more than three oh, times, boy. you're playing with it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Uncle Zoe. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so let's, uh, look at, let's look at what it's talking about here. All right, so your saddle, this saddle. And yeah. actually, it's, it's uh, anything, really, that's, that's under you. But it's going to be talking about this saddle. I imagine that horse be like, hey, <laughs> you wiped that off. <laughs> Gross. Right? 
So, and like I said, this this saddle uh, or the the, the words that, that that's in here, it's gonna be including like uh, it's for charioteers, charioteers, uh, military, right? Somebody's gotta take that saddle off, right? Yeah. You know, and 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 when they do that, they're gonna be unclean. Well, what's up with that? You know, that's not fair. Right, but yeah. that's you know that's the way it is. I mean, you know, people get exposed to things. Right. And the Bible's already letting you know. You know, it's like people act like you know it's, uh, uh, this exposure stuff is you know like I said, these people acting like these Pharisees and talking about six feet and quarantine and all that sort of. The Lord already let you know, man. It's like, dude, you can't be exposing people to stuff. Yeah. You know, when you do, there's protocols to it, practical protocols. Mm -hmm. I mean, we you, people look at this and, and may think it's strange or like you right. know all hung up and stuff like that, but. What does it say? Unclean until evening. Yes. These people talk about, we went 14 days to flatten the curve. Now it's turned to like, what, over a, a year? A year and a half. Unclean for a year and a half right? and, and counting. And, and now they're talking about locking down again. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yep. So it's like, you guys think the Bible is weird? <laughs> Bible is actually quite practical. <laughs> All right? It's like, you know, you're unclean. If you're not showing any symptoms or anything like that, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, and, and, and part of that, you know, is, is the washing. Make sure you uh, get your clothes rinsed off. We'll, we'll talk about uh, this in just a second, man. I don't want to get too off, off track here. Man, these people make me crazy. Get me, <laughs> get me ranting, boy. <laughs> That's what TZL's for. That's, you know, yeah, they, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of TZL, and take a sip of this tea. <laughs> Calm me down. Mm. So good out of this opium den mug. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get y'all jealous, man. The Lord talks about doing that. I will make the Israelites jealous. And I will make y'all jealous of these awesome mugs. The denizens? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, get you guys, get your mug, man. <laughs> All right. So, you know, like I said, somebody's got to put these horses in the stable and stuff like that. Right. Somebody, uh, you know, and removing the saddles and whatnot, uh, somebody's going to be uh, made unclean because of someone else. That sounds yeah. like what Yeshua would come to do in yeah, taking indeed. on our uncleanness, yeah. right? So these pictures, y'all, they start to add up. Y'all wash those clothes, right? You unclean, you got to wash them clothes, hang them out until the sun, you know, until evening. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, right? Let that sunlight kill yeah. whatever might be left exactly. on them clothes. Exactly, right, yes. It's a great disinfectant, Yep. Right? But the rules here, y'all, they're focused on... The evening. Notice we keep saying, you know, it's unclean until evening. We talked about this before. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. We're going to add on some stuff. Uh, when the evening comes, y'all, the cleansing will come. So what's so special about the evening that we have to focus on it as a special time that something is no longer unclean? Yeah. Okay. Well, because when Christ was on the cross... The evening came at noon, right? Mm. So notice the key. So what's, up, what's up with this repetition of the evening, all right? The people should have seen that, right? The one who gave the order concerning being unclean until evening to Moses and Aaron was hanging on the cross before them, right? He is God in the flesh. Yeah that the storms obey as well as the light of day, yes. right? And if God has to bring the evening in early to get folks to see who is redeeming them, yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. All right? And with that display, y'all, God in his justice showed that they had no excuse to not realize 
who they were executing. Yeah. All right. You, they've had over a thousand years, a thousand, over a thousand years y'all to come to grips with what the evening would mean when they'd see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and here's even a few extra hours for you to figure it out because I'm going to start the evening really early. Yeah. Right. Really early for you. In other words, it's going to be really obvious. Yeah. Right. No guesswork. Is it? Do you, is, is, could this be one of the, you know, because we'd be doing that today. Oh, uh, you know, we see things. Uh, could this be the mark of the beast? And could this be this? Right. And this and it's like God's like letting you know, no, this isn't a, one of those things where it's like, could this be this? No, the evening came at flipping noon. Yeah. <laughs> right. This person is up on the cross. He's been telling you that he's God. You know, evening comes at noon. So, that can't be him. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> no excuse to not get it. None. All right. So Luke 23, 44. Uh, it was now about the sixth hour and darkness came over all the land until the ninth hour. Wow. Mark 15, 33, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. Matthew 27, 45, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. Okay. But rather than recognizing the one who is cleansing them as the evening is miraculously brought in early. Mm -hmm. They mocked him and said he saved others. He can't even save himself. Wow. Not realizing that he was cleansing them under the obvious indicator of the miraculous early evening, three hours before he died. Yeah. All right. Even before going to the cross, Yeshua was healing folks in the evening. Yeah. All right. But despite all the evidence, people still didn't believe. All right. Hmm. Just like people like freaking Joe Rogan. Right. And his stupid reasons for rejecting Jesus. (laughs) Right. right. Now, even people who were there to witness Jesus, y'all, they even they who were there, his contemporaries relied on foolish reasons. Yeah. You know, not to believe just like people like Joe Rogan. True. Right. These people couldn't rely on the foolish reasons, you know, so-called reasons, I should say, of saying he's just some story from thousands of years ago. He was right there. Yeah. Right. You can't say that, you know, this is just some old fairy tales or fables or anything like that. He's right there. Right. And the report of his coming was codified. Over a thousand years ago before that. Mm-hmm. Right. And the ones who were there while Moses was called to codify the prophetic instructions were given over to, to disbelief, too. Yeah. Joe Rogan's the same. Oh, so true. You know what I'm saying? So you have people who rejected the word of God concerning the one who would come. Ah, fooey. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's no evidence that these things are going to happen. Yeah. Right. You have people who rejected it when he did show up. Ah, mm-hmm. fooey. There's no evidence, <laughs> no evidence that this guy was foretold of. Yeah. And there's no evidence that he was ever foretold of. Yeah. Right. He had those too. Some of them were out there also. And continuing the tradition of denial fueled by foolishness and prideful blindness. We have people like hmm. Joe Rogan. Ah, jo- Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Ah, fooey. 
There's no evidence these things ever happened. Yeah. Right? Looking back, looking forward, looking now. It doesn't matter. They come up with dumb excuses. Preach it. Yes. Right? So, typical godless hypocrites, y'all. The types that don't believe because they, they call it some man-made nonsense. Right? While they believe in other man-made nonsense. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> if that's your reason to, to not believe something because it was man-made, then you shouldn't even believe your own ideals. <laughs> right. Right. Good point. You know, if you say God is man-made nonsense, that's still a man-made perspective. Right. All right. Which by their own so-called logic should be dismissed. Mm -hmm. Right. Or even uh, people like uh, uh, Jordan Peterson, right, uh, who ended up breaking uh, breaking into tears, trying to explain his position uh, concerning the narrative world and the objective, right. Uh, all this time, Peterson, you know, not trying to downplay the guy, but you know, uh, he put his pride and in his intellection and philosophies concerning. In, in, in the inclusion of a uh, biblical morality before the author of it. Mm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's, that's what's, that's paramount for him. Mm -hmm. You know, his intellect, his philosophies, you know, and stuff like that before the author of the book that he uses to, to yeah. base these things on. Yeah. Right. Y'all that really doesn't work. Right. You, you, you can't assume to be some authority on these topics concerning the human condition according to the word of God without actually acknowledging who he is. Well, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, you could try, just, it, it don't work. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's shallow. Uh, it's hollow, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the word talks about these things, right? Yeah. Remember we broke down the word symbol and gong, you know, you right. say these things, mm -hmm. you know, it's hollow. Uh, so I've heard some people uh, give some over you know, uh, you know, I, I appreciate, I appreciate folks, you know, weighing in on it, but some, some, some of these things, uh, I, I find them to be overanalyzed, um, an overanalyzed explanation of, of what, you know, Jordan Peter Peterson was expressing, uh, and, and they over, they over intellectualize it. All right. Mm, you know, yeah. please allow me to make this uh, very simple. Okay. He was convicted. Yes, he was. That's what it comes down to. All right, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson, in that moment of trying to make the explanation of where the narrative and the objective come together, yeah. was the moment that he realized that his work is borrowed. Yeah. It's really what it comes down to, right? He's been enjoying the fruits of the work of the Lord. Yeah. Who bled for the work Jordan borrows from and has become famous for. Yeah. All right. Jordan Peterson has enjoyed success being celebrated for intellectual works fueled by biblical readings. All right. And while he draws accolades for his intellect, he wasn't acknowledging the one he's been borrowing from and not giving due honor and credit. And it hit him, right? It hit him when he was trying to make the connection with his point of the narrative 
and the objective. Right. Something connected. All right, yeah. though. Something connected. I just hope he does what honors the Lord with. Him. Amen. All right. Yeah. Pride and insecurity. Y'all are two sides of the same coin. Right. His pride in his intellect keeps him from the humility of accepting who the Lord is and the sense of insecurity of being seen as weak for submitting his pride to the Lord. Mm. He's been borrowing from. Wow. Hey, yeah. It may well have hit him also, y'all, that he's been promoting the idea that intellect is more of a worthy pursuit and celebration than Jesus. Right? This includes the idea that you don't have to believe in Jesus yeah. to be moral. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that doesn't explain why Jordan would borrow from him. You know, but Jordan may have realized that he may have been leading people away from the one he's been borrowing from. Hmm. Encouraged them to, you know, encouraging folks to celebrate themselves and their intellectual growth over the one who blessed us to be intelligent. Oh, wow. And grow in intelligence. Yeah. Right. So anyway, y'all, uh, as we read, if a man to getting back to getting back to this right here, if the man touches you. Without rinsing his hands, you wash your hands, right? Anyway, uh, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain clean until the evening. All right. Now, funny how those that mock God today are acting like a bunch of holier than thou's, right? Indeed. About all the hand washing as yes. they've discovered this new way of being moral. Right. right? Don't you love it? when oh, they, Yes. They, fi they find like some sort of way to be moral that doesn't, I guess, uh, uh, and they, and they, over, they overcompensate with it, you know, so they can enjoy their indulgence and stuff. Like, but look how moral I am. Look at me washing my hands. Right. You make sure you wash your hands 20 seconds. And, you know, uh, I guess that's their, you know, that's, that's, that's their version of the rosary or something. Getting their hands in there and <laughs> counting how many times they're rubbing their hands together and stuff like that. That's, that's their rosary or whichever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, and that's, you know, that's them doing their penance and they're, and they're a good person because of it. And they're going to, you know, be like Pharisees walk around and making sure that they're making you uh, sure that you do it as well right. uh, and not be in violation of this commandment or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and know? now they're walking around shouting unclean to the unvaccinated. Right? Yes. <laughs> you know, and look at the confusion that's going to cause, you know. It sucks, you know, because, you know, we're not, you know, wearing our masks and it sucks because it's like, do people think that we're vaccinated? <laughs> You know, because we're not, it's, it, look how this place is. in California. It's, it, exactly. It's a Are California. Are going to look like we're liberals? I know. It's a California country. Like, dang. You know, and and, 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 and here's the other thing, if, if I may. None of you are vaccinated. Let's just put it out there. None of you are vaccinated. If you got that shot, you know, with all due respect, you know, you know, we love you. Uh, but but if you got that shot, you're not vaccinated. Right? You're something. It's you, an experimental biologic. Yeah. You, you didn't get a vaccine. Uh, just, sorry, you didn't get a vaccine. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> right? Before we turn this into uh, to some whole other thing, um, yeah, it's, that's not what happened. Um, so anyway, um, now God has already said, you know, make sure that you wash your hands. You know, because uh, I know that you were playing with it. All right, so make sure you wash your hands. Uh, now notice. Look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know that emoji, that emoji like that's on your phone. It's like. <laughs> or, <laughs> yes. She just did like all like six I of them. I can only see that. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> All right. All right. Now notice, notice these rules were not given to people all over the world to follow. Yeah. You know, true. what's up with that? It's, you know, everybody should should wash, you know, their hands. Yes. Everybody should wash their hands. All right. Now, but God gave these ordinances to the Jews, right? Not for the sake of a religion. All right. Now, if it was, I mean, basically it would have been given to the whole world to follow. Right. It wasn't given to the Jews for a religion per se, but for a record to point to the Redeemer, mm, yeah. all right, with the charge to keep the testimony, instructions, and what have you, religiously. Mm. Right? Does, does that make sense? They had, to, they had to follow these instructions very religiously, but it wasn't meant to be a religion per se, right? right. Because these things that they do, all these uh, um, uh, practices that they would have to do, all these protocols, none of these things save them. Mm -mm. Right. They're not saved by any of these things. Yeah. So it's it's it, but they came to just like God said that they would. You, you wouldn't under you're not going to understand, but you have no excuse to not understand. See, that's the difference. That's the justice of God. You're not going to yeah. understand this, but you have no excuse to not understand it. Yeah. Right. I'm making this stuff as plain as as day <laughs> to you. Really. I mean, when you really get down to it, I really am. Um. As, as, as plain as telling Adam, dude, don't eat from that tree. It's that yeah. plain, this stuff that is, it may be like difficult, but that's, that's the part of the plainness of it. It's like, really, I gotta do this? Yeah, <laughs> right? That seemed kind of strange. Yeah, so you'll remember, Yeah. right? You have no excuse to not see what's going on here, but I know that you're not going to, all right? But you are going to follow these instructions religiously. Mm. Not for a religion, but so when the Redeemer shows up, yeah. he is, you, you know, that's the guy. The generation, when he shows up because of what was passed on to them, kept, right, in order. You know, oral traditions, it's, it's, and you'll notice that a lot of times it seems like they speak in hyperbole. Yeah, so you, they're like mnemonics, so you won't forget. Wow. So when the Redeemer shows up, it's like, that's the guy, yeah. right? Through oral traditions, through through scriptures, they got it. Yeah. So it's uh, the picture has been painted, right? So that's what I mean by just following it religiously. The religious aspect of it doesn't save them. It does not right. redeem them. It's not for redemption that they follow these things. It's for the redeemer that they would recognize. Awesome. That's what it's for. All right. So the Jews, y'all, were commissioned for this religious charge. Right. Like I said, keeping this religiously, not following a religion for salvation, per se. All right. But following these ordinances religiously uh, to keep the law and record so that the world so that the world would be redeemed by the one who would come through them. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Just their charge. So these rules aren't about uh, a legalistic lifestyle that they would have to watch so very carefully uh, and follow every letter of it. The rules are about the Redeemer. So the generation he comes to will recognize him, mm -hmm. right? Who is the fulfillment of every letter of the testimony foretold to them. Mm -hmm. That's how that works. All right? So when they read things like, uh, 
any clay pot that the man with the discharge touches must be broken and any wooden utensil must be rinsed with water, right? One's gonna hmm. be broken, one's gonna be rinsed out, right? These weren't laws for the rest of the world, yeah. right? It was for the Jews. If it were in the hands of everybody, think of how obscured these things would have become, hmm. right? Even, even without that, like people have taken bits and pieces of, of, uh, of these writings, of these scriptures. Yeah. These things have touched, you know, every part of the world. Yeah. And they come up with their own narratives for them. Very true. Right? Now, that's, that's just, that's, God demonstrated the, just the nature of, of how man is. You know, rather than uh, you have some that that want to become part of the of the nation of Israel. You know, that's fine. But others, you know, didn't. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll take some of the trappings of, of, of your Torah and, and, <laughs> and we'll do our own thing with it. Yeah. You know, so um, all that to say, God made it to where, OK, this is going to be, you are going to be the custodians of this. You. Right. Yeah. So um, let's see. Um, the charge was given to the Jews to keep and preserve from obscurity, like we we're talking about, that would occur from it just being in too many hands, right? Okay. We see the world trying to obscure the truth as it is. Yeah. Got a lot of fake news out there, right? <laughs> so strict custody of the Jews, y'all, was, was uh, you know, the buffer. Yeah. You know, the buffer against that. Um, and any, any of us, y'all, any of us could have dropped the ball on, oh, on any occasion. It, it could have been any of us, yeah. you know? Uh, but the bottom line is God's word will endure despite our shortcomings. And our shortcomings are part of the evidence anyway. Yeah. When you get down to it. Right? I mean, it's kind of like why we have to be redeemed because we have shortcomings. <laughs> and God is using those things yep. as evidence that, you know, that's why he's going through this, um, <laughs> this case to be made. Yep. Uh, all that to say, y'all, it is not the legalism on the surface that shouldn't be looked at. Um, they were to follow it, of course, right? Because that was an essential aspect of preserving the code that points to the Redeemer, as well as, you know, pre preserving, you know, the tribes and stuff like that. Yes. You, 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 you want to be very careful about how you, you know, interact with people in the hygiene and stuff mm -hmm. like that, right? It's, it, God is, you know, I mean, medical practitioners tell you, you know, it's like the best cure is like prevention. You know, just don't, don't get infected with things and this right. is what you do right god was already there yeah you know so uh but like i said he's this is the superstitious weird <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah it's like oh this is weird you know but hey come in here let's step in here let me point this thing at your head yeah. you know, and take your temperature uh you know and 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 the more encroaching that they come with this sort of stuff it's like man you don't think this is weird where people are just supposed to be comfortable with you pointing something at our heads. I don't know, we look yeah, at history when people, forehead. you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, with these uh, um, rules that people have to comply with. Yeah. And the more they try to enforce it, how far do you think these people are gonna go to make sure that people conform to what it is that they're doing? Yeah. Right? But you think that we're the weirdos because, you know, we say we're, we're reading from this book that's already told you, right. yeah, dude, wash your hands, man. Hey, you might want to stay inside for, for, for a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you who, who's uh, been exposed or you who are showing symptoms, you know, you yes. might want to do that. quarantine you know, the sick. Yeah, you don't make sure you do that to the whole place and just shut down everything, yeah, that's you know, and make people ridiculous. live by, yeah, make people live by fear. You know, that's totally ridiculous. impractical. That's weird. 
That's weird. Uh, At any rate. We're not mocking the people who have gotten COVID shots. I just want to put that out there. Mm. My own parents, you know, they're elderly. They don't know what to do. And Mm. they got the shots because they have autoimmune conditions. We're not mocking them. We understand, you know, it's a situation where the government has kind of backed some people into a corner and they feel they have no choice. Yeah, lots of people are getting back into it. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what the thing that should give people pause. Exactly. How people yeah. are being backed into a corner. Yeah. It's like, I, to be, I would not be ready, read, uh, readily calling this a vaccine. You know? Yeah, not to you know, sure. And just like, you know, Carrie said, we're not trying to be condescending or dismissive or anything yeah. like that, but look at what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, this, um, this so-called vaccine comes onto the scene you know, following this uh, um, basically germ warfare, yeah. you know, that that has hit the world, you know, out of nowhere. And it's like, well, you know, and it's obviously shown that this thing was man-made. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not something natural. It's man-made. Exactly. You know, um, and if it's if it's natural, you can't just come up with the code, break the code of nature and then come up with a vaccine. <laughs> you know, yeah. Something was created to go along with this man-made thing. That's why the code was so easy to break or make something that could be um, show some sort of semblance of a vaccine to be conv- uh, um, uh, convincing enough for people mm-hmm. where you could have a, a, a consensus of, of scientists that could make the argument that, oh, yes, it's a vaccine, yeah. you know, or something like that. Uh, uh, and, and then silence the ones on top of that, silence the ones who say that's not a vaccine. Yeah. The professionals. Right. Respected scientists. In their field. That's that's very scary, actually. You see what I'm saying? It's like that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, uh, I'm not sure. That's yeah. what the folks are getting. Yeah. You know, it just and makes you pause. It makes you pause. And when it's when it's t- to the point of where it's uh, you can't get a job, or you might not right. be able to keep your job, right? You have to find another job, to a point where you can't come into the store, you can't buy. Yo, that's revelation. Yes. If you don't get branded. You ain't going to be able to buy stuff, yeah. right? And it's going to shut down your business. You got a mm-hmm. business and, and it's say, for instance, you got a business and uh, you refuse to, to comply with having your employees vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You got to shut down your business. You can't sell. What does Revelation tell you? You don't take this mark. You will not be able to buy. You will not be able to sell. Yeah. If it looks like the mark and it smells like the mark, you don't want to go down. I'm not saying that's what it is. No. We're not saying that. But if it looks like it, that's that's a clue. Yeah. You might want to avoid it. It's a step towards the mark. It's a Definitely. step towards it. Step away from that. Yeah. All right? This is practice. <laughs> that's, right? that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. This is practice. Stand, it's, you know what I'm saying? I, and, and these people are expecting people to be ruled by fear. Yeah. Well, it's been working. You know? What happened to the what happened to the principle that when a when an animal is cornered is when it gets the most dangerous. Right. Well, people are being cornered and I don't see people getting dangerous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What happened? To, it's like what happened to all that, you know, uh, come and take it. Mullah lob and, and we're ready to fight if they back us into a corner. I ain't seeing that. I'm seeing people getting cornered. Yeah. And branded. Yes. That's what I'm seeing. You know, it's like, dude, I'm and accepting uh, a false presidency. <laughs> right. So come on, man. It's so what happened? Yeah. It's what I, 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 I don't know. You know, like I said, you know, uh, you know, I'm hearing a lot of people stroking other people's pride and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and, and they're mostly just stroking their pride, you know, and, and uh, you know, and I'm like, 
that's got to stop. Let's start being real with each other. You know, this is this ain't a game, man. This is not a game. No. Your country's been stolen. All right. Yeah, we can say that all day long. Yeah, it was stolen. Surely enough, it was stolen. Mm -hmm. But that's not an excuse. How they steal it? Yeah. You know, I thought we had like the, the, the steel spines and the rock ribs and stuff like that. Don't and, tread you know, on me. Right. Don't tread. I thought we were, the, you know, how they going to pull that over on us? Well, they did. Right. And they're branding people to boot. Yeah. I was going to say, and now they're coming for the second half. Right. So come on, man. Via COVID and Delta. You know, it's like, I, I'm sorry if I'm stepping on some toes or anything like that. But uh, uh, that ain't nothing compared to the next that they're stepping on. Mm -hmm. All right, don't be mad at my toe stepping. I'm just calling it like it is. They stepping on your necks. You need to be mad at them. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Um, uh, get me off my train of thought, man. I'm supposed <laughs> to be here on the word. Talk about. Talking about unclean and clean. So, that's you that's know. right. Okay, it fits. <laughs> Control vid. viruses. And All right. <laughs> so at any rate, y'all. pots. Um, you know, that's, uh, we were talking about uh, the charge being, you know, given to the Jews. Uh, this is appointed to them so that the rest of the world wouldn't have to. It's like, this, this, the Jews got to do this. And it's like, man, oh my God, we got to do this. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it. You got to, <laughs> right? This is a burden appointed to them so that the rest of the people of the world wouldn't have to, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that right there is a picture of the Redeemer. Yeah, it is. The one who <laughs> would endure the charge and burden that the rest of us wouldn't have to. Yeah. Right? That's good. And the Redeemer came and he liberated us from sin and what would be the eternal prison of hell, right? Along with that, Jesus liberated the Jews from all the statutes yeah. they were appointed to keep because the purpose of those things were for recognizing him. They got to recognize the visitation. Yeah. All right. Now, again, it's not about looking for the legalism and what to do with the clay pot, but looking for him who fulfills every word. Mm -hmm. Right. That's even seen in the word clay pot, for, for example. Yeah. Right. You got to he's, he's there to fill away. You break down the word clay pot. Right? Break this pot. <laughs> and break it down. Matthew 518. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of pen will by any means disappear from the law until Everything is accomplished, right? Again, the word for clay pot or earthenware is kelly, meaning utensils, hmm. right? Or tools, particularly tools of war, weapons and artillery. Yeshua is the weapon of God against death. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It also means vessel, and Yeshua is the earthen vessel. Of God. Amen. It means something that carries or for carrying. And Yeshua carried our sins along with that cross. Mm -hmm. He carried those things for us, y'all. Yes. And just in case you think these things, these meanings are coincidental. Remember, the word for Kelly is uh, uh, the word Kelly comes from the word Kala, which means it is accomplished. Yeah. It's finished. 
Yeah. Right? So it's all these words. They're baked in there telling you. Right? Remember, y'all, these, are, these aren't just instructions for religion. They're prophetic instructions. Yeah. Right? Baked into their meanings is telling you who the Redeemer is. That's so Who awesome. he is. What he's going to do. What's going to happen to him. Right? And through our studies, we've seen, we've seen that word Kelly a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Right? From the word Kala. So, I mean, you think the Lord is trying to tell him something? <laughs> I think so. Right? Again, Matthew 5, 18. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the stroke, not the uh, least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Mm. Right. John 1930. When he had received the drink, Jesus said it is finished with that. He bowed his head and gave up his spirit. But not only does God give us clues concerning the redeemer in the meaning of the clay pot, the clay pot. He gives us clues with the wooden pots. Right. The word for wood. Remember, it's ets yeah. and included in its meaning is carpenter and gallows, right? Mm. Giving us a heads up that the redeemer was going to be a, a carpenter who was hung, right? It's more than protocols, y'all, of what to do with a clay jar or a wooden jar if they're touched by a person with an unclean discharge, right? It's looking at the words and what they mean to get the clues of mm. who the redeemer is, what he's gonna do, What's going to happen to him? And I mean, you know, it's, it's it, like I said, what do we say here? There's no excuse to not see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, and, and, and Lord knows that men are going to be described as people who think with their junk. <laughs> so if you're really focused there, you should see these things in that. Right. That's true. Once again, he's like, God, God covers all the angles. Yeah. All right. So now why does God give clues? Why doesn't he just say it plainly, right? Because it's been proven that even God does give clear instructions, <laughs> right? Even when he does, yeah. he's still rebelled against for no justifiable reason, right? Mm -hmm. I'll prove it. Again, don't eat from that tree or yeah. you'll die. <laughs> That's not a metaphor. <laughs> I spoke it quite plainly. Yeah. You had no excuse, right? Those Ten Commandments, <laughs> pretty darn plain. Yeah. And people tend to not obey them. Angels were created to get the word of God in the raw, yeah. right? They, they, they were created to watch him lay the foundations of the universe. They saw it. They stood right before the truth. Some still rebelled. No excuse. Yeah. Wow. See, our charge is to search truth. Right. Recognize him who is the truth and stay in the study and mm. discipline of that, because that's what you do when you're genuinely interested in something. Amen. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a test of your interest. You study it. Mm -hmm. So God gives clues and not begrudging. It's like, oh, I got to study. It's like, no, dude, I, I can't wait to dive into this book. Yeah. Learn about my king. Learn right. about my daddy. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, it's, I, 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 we, we have a genuine interest. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the reasons why God does that. God gives clues and the ones who love him rely on him to clue us in as we study him. 
Yeah. All right. So God has already shown what happens when it, look, let me just, I'm going to go ahead and just give it to you. <laughs> right. Just, just take it for granted. You know, mm -hmm. Now we we in the age now is like he and he's done these things. He's given the evidence and all that sort of stuff. He's done those things with generations. Yeah. We're the generations with the charge. Like no, you just gonna get the faith, right? You, you, that's you got you got to have faith in. I didn't already done the evidence thing. They killed yeah. me for that. Yeah. Right. You guys got to do it by Good faith. Good point. Then, right. So let's see. Let's read uh, Leviticus thirteen, fifteen. Where you at thirteen? Uh, let's see. Um, when the one who has a fluid discharge is cleansed of his issue, then he is to count for himself seven days, count for himself seven days for his purification and wash his clothes, wash your drawers. Then he is to bathe his body in running water and he will be clean. On the eighth, yeah, okay. On the eighth day, he is to take two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before Adonai at the entrance of the tent of meeting and give them to the Kohen. The Kohen is to offer them one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. So the Kohen should make atonement for him before Adonai as uh, for his fluid discharge. Okay, um, now we've gone over the implications of these things, you know, more in depth uh, in previous studies. So. Let's, let's, you know, just get down to, to the nitty gritty. The cleanse, uh, the cleanse person represents uh, the redeemed. All right. Yeah. By the redeemer. The redeemer is represented by the seven days. All right. The seven days is God's cosmic declaration in Genesis mm. that the number seven is going to be associated with what he deemed sanctified and complete well-deserved rest. Yeah. Remember y'all, the earth was unclean and had to be washed, right? So we're talking about discharges, right? We're definitely talking about some discharges because included in these discharges are those of a sexual nature. I mean, remember, we're talking, I mean, from semen to snot, you don't want to, you know, right. get, you know, be exposing people to your, your bodily fluids. Yeah. But the implication here, y'all, is, is talking about, you know, of a secret nature. You know, you know <laughs> I think in the King, King James, they call it the secrets. <laughs> okay, so um, now uh, bodily fluids, we're talking about these bodily fluids, uh, venereal diseases and whatnot. Like I said, um, these things are going to be seen in Genesis right off the bat. Genesis tells us right from the beginning that the earth was covered in such discharges. Right? The word for water that the earth was covered in, like when you right from the first page of the Bible, mm -hmm. you know, God's his spirit is hovering over the face of the water, right? Mm -hmm. That water, okay, the, the, the word for that is ma'im. And included in that meaning. Uh, and in the waste, because waste is included in the meaning of Ma'im, it means wastewater, right? Or just yeah. waste. And what's in this waste? It tells you that things like urine and semen, a discharge, right, was in this water, right? And also unclean um, uh, disease yeah. discharges, right? The earth was awash in it, right? <laughs> From pre-Adam beings having the 
freakiest fornications, right? Before Adam mm -hmm. was here, the earth was, uh, the people, there was something, not people, not humans, humans were not here. Adam was first human, Adam and Eve, first humans, right? There was other intelligent beings here. And, and, and Ezekiel is gonna let you know that they were angels, right? And angels, whatever they were doing, whatever uh, they were engaged in, and there was um, um, organic, life here also not right. just immortal the immortal angels but there was other life here also uh whatever you know that i'm not going to try to fill in you know the blanks here. that's that's yeah. a, a, a another discussion but whatever it, it was among the angels too you know there was sexual activity right and the sexual uh, sexual activity also became unclean it became disease also um and the the world was fully defiled by it Okay, so uh, like I said, in Ezekiel, we read it. Ezekiel told you, it tells you, mm -hmm. right, that Satan, the kingdoms that he had, violent, wicked. Right. You know, the things that they were doing here, it, it really ticked God off. Yeah. Something was going on to where the earth was covered and it was covered in waste that included discharges. Yeah. Okay, so, so I reckon if you held up you know, a, a big UV lamp <laughs> against this earth. <laughs> it would point, you know, uh, to a big glowing uh, semen signature. <laughs> that, that, that was going on when God was hovering over the world, <laughs> over the face of the deep, <laughs> right? The earth, it, it had to be washed, y'all. It, it was just dirty, right? Uh, now, this, this is the flood, even before the flood of Noah's day. Right. That's what the first page of the Bible. When you open up, you don't have to wait till you get to Noah to see the flood. The, the Bible opens up with the flood. Yeah. Right. Because the earth was already here. Mankind is only about six thousand years old. The earth. Right. The red. The, that six days is a restoration period concluding with the creation of man. Right. But other than that, the earth itself was already here for a long time. Right. And for six days. What we have here is God restoring the earth, right? Restoring the earth, resting on the seventh, the number that he associates with completion. Yeah. Yeshua is our restorer. Yeah. Who completed the atonement for Adam, royally screwing up. <laughs> right. And screwing up God's day off. <laughs> Don't mess with God's day off, right? This is why these seven days keep being repeated. It represents the redeemer, mm -hmm. right? It's like, get that ingrained. Notice yeah. we keep saying it, you know, do this for seven days, yeah. right? Do this for seven days because it's reflecting on the seven days in Genesis. And that seven days of Genesis is where God makes the cosmic declaration, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's cosmic. He's like letting you know, like what the, you know, this, this happened, this happened, this restoration that's pointing to the restorer, Jesus himself. Jesus, God, God used the earth to give this demonstration of this restoration, right? Restoration of, of, of the cosmos. And then Jesus is the one who's gonna follow that model, not just follow the model, he is the model in the restoration of man. Yeah. All right, so, and what, and what does it say? So God, God so loved the world that he gave his only son? So Yeshua comes to restore everything. He restores it all. Yeah. It was under Adam's dominion. Yeah. He gave that dominion over the devil, yes. right? Jesus came back to reclaim that dominion. Praise him. You see what I'm saying? Awesome. So yeah. um, 
now where it says when a man is cleansed from his discharge, he is to count seven days for his ceremonial cleansing. He must wash his clothes and bathe himself with fresh water and he will be clean. When it says he has to count off seven days, the word for count is safar, uh, meaning no, not just count, but to recount. All right, safar, to recount, as in testify, uh, relay information, make a mm -hmm. declaration, right? You, you, you've held, you're gonna, uh, you're bringing these things to mind to, to make a, a, a testimony, a declaration of these things. That's yeah. what we talked about. So when it says to count off seven days, recount, all right? Uh, something is supposed to come to mind. When you count off these seven days, it tells you, when you count off these seven days, not just you're, you're, you're gonna count seven days, Something is supposed to come to mind. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. And then you have to be able to relay this information. When people receive the healing or a cleansing from Jesus represented by those seven days, they had to recount what Jesus did. And they mm -hmm. should have recounted. That's what the seven days was talking about. Yeah. All right. He was supposed to come to mind. Dude, that was always you. It was always you. You were the ones giving those instructions to Aaron and Moses, right? Now, he would give instructions to not tell anybody. Yeah, true. But you got to read the whole thing to find out why. You can't just go and tell people that I, God, you know, in the person of Jesus healed you. We, we see that, you know, even by Jesus following everything he was supposed to do, that still resulted in a problem. Right. And he knew that this was going to happen. You know, but they had no excuse and he was still justified. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, he, they have to go about it this way because they won't have any reason, right? That, that, that it's like, you don't want to give them any reason to not see that I'm God in the flesh who healed you. Right. So you can't just go shooting off at the mouth that, that, that this happened. There, there, there's certain things that you have to follow. You have to do what was prescribed by Moses, yeah. right? By my authority. I was the one giving the law to Moses, but you're gonna have to go ahead and follow this, right? Get yourself cleaned up, take two turtle doves or pigeons to Adonai at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Let's read that and just let that sink in. Do what was prescribed by Moses, by my authority. All right, a little insert there. All right. <laughs> Get yourself cleaned up, take two turtle doves or pigeons to Adonai at the entrance of the tent of meeting, at the entrance of the tent of meeting, the priests will offer them as a sin offering and a burnt offering, making atonement for them. You have to do that to verify that you weren't healed by witchcraft, hmm. all right? And that Jesus wasn't some warlock that healed you for the price of your firstborn or something. Yeah. Now remember, Yeshua's healings are calculated. They're executed to reflect what was recorded in the OT, right? Now this is a very important note. In this chapter it says, bring the turtle doves or pigeons before Adonai. When they were healed by Yeshua, they were already before Adonai, right? They were to come to the entrance 
And the word that's used for entrance is pathak, meaning the door or the doorway or the gate or the gateway. And Jesus tells us that he is the gate. Yeah. He is the door. Amen. He is both God and the gate. He's the God gate. <laughs> that's right. Right. So it also says that it has to be brought to the priest. But wait a minute. Yeshua is the high priest. That's right. Right. How complete is Jesus? Right. right. He's got all this covered in one visit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. These protocols are put in place. And it had to be upheld, y'all. Like when the woman, you know, like I said, to keep the record. So we yeah. recognize Redeemer. But like the, the, the woman with the issue of blood, when she came and touched Jesus, she's got a discharge hmm. making her unclean. Yeah. Right. So when she touched the fringe of his robe, Jesus said, hey, touch me. It's not like he didn't know. Right. But he wanted the woman to voluntarily announce herself. Mm. Right. And testify so that all could see. Right? It's, it's not it's not just the healing that he wanted them to witness, but his mercy. Mm. Right. Yeah. And that they should be confident that he could do what was coming, right? So the power going out from Jesus to heal the woman wasn't the drain. That's no sweat for Jesus, right? The Lord felt power go out for him because it was all he could do to keep from killing everyone that woman was touching, right? Mm. That's what it came down to. With this issue of blood, she came touching everybody because yeah. they're all clamoring on him, yeah. right? Touching everybody and then come, comes and touch him. That's a big hell no. <laughs> Can't do that. So she wasn't uh, socially distancing. Let's, yeah, just, say, let's just say it like that. She wasn't supposed to be around all those people. So everybody she made contact with to get to Jesus became unclean. Yeah. And then she touched the king. Mm -hmm. you, you can't just do that, right? When Jesus felt power go out from him, he was spending his energy to put the brakes <laughs> on killing everybody. All right? This woman knew better, but she also knows that he's God, right? She had to know. She, you know that you're going to touch God, right? Yeah. You know that you're going to touch the king because her, she had her faith. Her faith was strong. Jesus admired her faith. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'm saying she knew you. She knew who she was going to touch. The king of the cosmos. You can't just approach the king of the cosmos any old way that you want to. Yeah. You don't want to be approached any old way that you want to. Right. I mean, or any way that somebody just roll up on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Imagine somebody was, you know, somebody coming coughing and sneezing around you. Right. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might get a little indignant. You know, <laughs> right. Cover your mouth when you're coughing, all that sort of stuff. So person, this person just coughing. This person's got an issue of blood. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's not like, you know, Jesus is like this, some calloused person or anything like that. Man, it's, you know, you, you, you strangers or anything like that. you can't just you can't just like just walk into the White House in the way that you want to. You can't just walk up to the president in the way that you want right. to. Right. Right. Same thing with Jesus. Let's not look at Jesus like, you know, uh, uh, like he's so all calloused and stuff like that. 
You know, you see even these these liberal down to earth celebrities with armed guards around them and stuff like that, oh, bodyguards sure. and whatnot. You can't just yep. approach them any old way that you want to. Right. Right. So, at any rate, y'all. But this woman, like I said, she's like, I I I know who you are. Mm -hmm. I know you. you you're God. You, you're the king. You're the king. And with that said, y'all, she trusted also in his mercy, right? Mm -hmm. The same way that Esther trusted in the mercy of Xerxes. Yeah. Right? She just she just went up. So I know he'll show me mercy. Yeah. Right? So, and the Lord honored her faith. Right. He was merciful. Told her to go in peace, right? Because he has the authority of atonement, right? And there were a grip of witnesses. Mm -hmm. right? so, so that's why he didn't have to tell her to do what was prescribed by Moses, right? He's got her atonement covered, right? She already came before Adonai, the gate, mm -hmm. and the priest. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he made no deal. They, they were all the, with, with the witnesses right there. He made no deals with the woman. As in anything that would implicate witchcraft. Yeah. Told her to go in peace. I got you covered. Yeah. All right. And despite that miraculous healing and show of mercy that happened on the way to the house where the girl was suffering and, and died. They laughed at Jesus when he said that she wasn't dead, but just <laughs> asleep. You see what I'm saying? The Lord, he, like I said, he's, he compiles the case. Right. He's not trying to hold these things against us. He's like, look, I'm here to erase the case. Amen. But if you don't, if you're going to try to represent yourself and you're going to and you're going to reject uh, me as your representative. Yep. And I'm letting you know, man, me and the judge, man, I'm a, I, I moon, I'm a carpenter. Yeah, but I mean, I moonlight as, a, as, a, as an attorney. Me and yeah. the judge are really tight. Uh-huh. Right? I'm gonna get off the I'm gonna get on the cross and get you off the hook. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I really don't want to have to do that, but I guess you guys are gonna kinda, you know, yeah, that's just mm -hmm. the way it is. But at any rate, y'all, uh, there's no excuse for you to not see it. Right. I just performed this miracle. That you guys all saw. I wanted you guys all to see it. You know? I wanted you guys to see my mercy. You know who I am. Yeah. Or do you? She knew. But do you guys, I mean, what, what are you guys clamoring? What are you guys trying to clamor on me for and stuff like that? Can't you be consistent? You just saw me heal this woman. And now you're going to laugh? Because I'm going to tell you that that girl ain't dead? She's asleep? Good point. So, you know, it's, but that's, see, that's what I'm saying. The Lord knows us. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's ain't an issue of, well, God made us. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. God made us good. It says so. We gave ourselves over to wickedness. Sure did. In order for God, now, because here's the thing, in order for us to God, uh, and, and for us to be good, God made us good. But in order for us to be genuinely good, you have to have the choice to stay in the goodness. Yeah. Right? Making a person good without a concept or, or the ability to, to commit evil is, that's, that's, not, that's not the full scope of it. Yeah. The goodness is reflected in you wanting to stay in the goodness. Now, a day is going to come, y'all, when this is how this works. We have the free will. The free will is to come is to come to the conclusion that, you know what? God, thank you for the free will, but your will. I Amen. use my sovereign choice. Yes. This autonomy that you have blessed me with yes. to say that, you know what? It's all you. Yeah. 
You know, I'm, I'm, I want to serve my king and, and, make, and, and make it, make it to where I, ca I can't sin against you. Mm -hmm. I don't mind. Make it that way. So when we go into the kingdom, when we go off into the eternal kingdom, y'all, it's going to be occupied by people who have chosen. You make the choice that, hey, hey, Lord, whatever, if I, if, if, if I ever would have an inclination to step out of line with you, can you just... <laughs> You know, we're, we're your slaves. Amen. All right. And to be a slave of God is to be the freest creature in the universe. Oh, preaching. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's where we want to be. That's this is the world that is we, that's uh, this is the thing that people need to come to the conclusion to. You don't have to, you know, but the alternative is really going to suck. And that's not God uh, being mean and say, I'm going to send you to hell if you don't want to do it my way. It's 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 not that. There's just, there's no place, like I said, there's no place else to go. Mm -hmm. You know, the, it, it's just not it. And, and nobody else is going to be able to create uh, an eternal paradise for you. You know, there, and there is no end of consciousness or anything like that. It, it, no, it's, it doesn't stop. And God's, and if you hate God, God's not going to make you live in his kingdom with him. And if you hate right. God, don't expect him to make some sort of special accommodation. Well, if you don't want to be in my kingdom, I'll go ahead and put you over here in this sub kingdom. Or no, he's not going to do that. There's no place else to go. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, but you're going to have people who are going to, you know, just outright reject that. And, you know, they laugh and they mock Jesus, you know, and, and say, um, you know, there's no evidence. These people had evidence. They still laughed at Jesus. That's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so God, you know, these things, they, they have to, they have to play out, yeah. unfortunately, you know, um, is I, I, I feel you guys always like Maranatha. They're not the all day, you know, and, you know, these people out there who did, you know, have the evidence. Jesus gave them the evidence. I reckon people like Joe Rogan, you know, would have fit in quite nicely with that crowd. Yeah. Witnessing evidence, then turn around and be dismissive of the evidence right. that was clearly demonstrated and mm -hmm. still laugh at Jesus. Yeah. All right. So, man, you know, Jesus going to have the last laugh. But, you know, he ain't petty like these people, though. That's very true. You know, you're petty. It's like the Lord says, man, I, I don't delight in the destruction of the wicked. Amen. You know, I, I'd really prefer it if you, you see the light and live. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I you mean, just taught us about the Lord's mercy, so. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe God might be on his iPhone, like, you know, replaying it, like, on, on, on the YouTube. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at him. Hey, hey. Gabriel, good. <laughs> that was funny, man. The way you tossed him, you snatched him up and tossed him like a dragon. Yeah. He was just kicking and screaming. He was just kicking. And you just tossed him. In. <laughs> you cold, bro. You cold. <laughs> anyway, uh, no. thank you, y'all. <laughs> that is Leviticus 15. Well, that's part two. We still part got another two. part coming. I hope you guys got something useful out of that. I hope it blessed you. And uh, and if it did, and if you're new, welcome. And uh, we hope that you uh, find these studies in this study party yes. in our fellowship. We're supporting to help us keep the lights on and that you'll visit us at bronzeserpentmedia.com. Uh, you know, hit that tip jar, you know, drop a buck in the bucket if, you know, to, um, if, if you did what it is that we're doing and you, you find uh, uh, these fellowships important, y'all. You know, we're trying to, you know, promote the gospel. We're trying to promote sanity. Um, you know, be that salt and light. And uh, we hope that you are, you know, Find this to be one of your favorite hangouts, yes. you know, and you know that we can spread this community of truth and sanity, you know, and yes. uh, you know, based on 
uh, you know, what the Lord gives us. You know, let's mm -hmm. pray for each other. Make sure that, you know, we are edifying each other according to what he says. Right. You know, and uh, like I said, this is our study. Uh, if you guys got, uh, you know, as you do your studies, put your studies in there. You know, there's, uh, uh, you know, let's help each other. Right. Just hold each other accountable. Let's, you know, help, you know, keep each other strong. Let's, you know, let that iron sharpen iron. And uh, because, you know, the Zopium Den, y'all is, you know, we want it. We want the, the territory of it to grow. Let's, you know, spread that testimony and, and trust in the Lord to guard and protect it. You know, discipline us to make sure that we stay on point with him. Yes. You know, not let yes. it, you know, start to get twisted up and turn into something else. You know, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that we run these things by each other and, you know, that, uh, that we stay squared up with him prayerfully. Uh, you know, on point with him and, uh, you know, be at the feet of the Holy Spirit and make sure that he, uh, you know, tells us what time it is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that being said, you know, uh, I'll remind y'all again, go to <laughs> bronzermedia.com so we can keep these lights on <laughs> to make sure that we can have that. Get these mugs, the Zopium Den, you know, it, bl it blesses the Lord. Make sure that you get uh, my audio book, A Solid Right Cross. Get the, uh, um, Get the music, 20 pound sledge, help us rock the gospel. Y'all help us to represent in, in the culture, uh, promote yeah. that sanity and, and, uh, yeah. and that gospel, right? So Lord, thank you so much. We hope that our study has blessed you. Uh, we trust in you, Father, that, that you can see into our hearts that uh, we wanna get this uh, information uh, correct. We wanna report of you correctly. And, uh, you know, be a blessing to you, Father. And so we, uh, we hope that you are pleased. And for y'all who attend the Zopium Den, thank you guys so much. The Lord's yes. blessings, his fortification, you know, his, uh, his radiance, his gravity, and, uh, and his resonance, you know, move through y'all, you know, and may it, it uh, you know, positively uh, affect other people. The world's going to hate us. He said that they, you know, that it yes. would. Uh, but, you know, some are also, you know, going to be, you know, they'll take to some seed. There'll be some soil that takes to, mm. some, to some seed and take it a good way. And, and that's what we want to try to do. So we, we, yes. we want to be effective in that, you know, yes. in our walk and our talk and our walk and stuff like that. Help with the harvest. That's right. That's right. So let's do it. Can you <laughs> dig it? All right, y'all. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Shalom. Thanks for tuning in to the Zopium Den. Coming up is the album that I produced featuring Ava Aston on vocals. If you like what you hear, the album is available at my website, bronzesupermedia.com. It's called Pour the Light In. You can download it, stream it, or get these indie pop genre jams on CD. I hope you'll support our salt and light efforts to promote the gospel and the culture by creating me.
dancing in ladies' flesh and anything goes Not caring who or what it costs In themselves they are lost Down the rainbow boulevard The rainbow road is a tow The payment dues gonna be also The rainbow banner is a rock-up The wrong is better, right is wrong There's a rock-up And at least you're not dead
Yeah.
Turn it up and let's get down 